Welcome to the Ignore This Podcast, where we discuss topics we're interested in that you may or may not ignore. My name is Darren, and I'm joined by my good friend, Monty. How are you doing, Monty? Hi, Darren. How's it going? <laughs> Great. Okay, good. Good, good, good. <laughs> I didn't know if you wanted a response to that or not. No, I did. It was not re- it was not rhetorical. Uh, <laughs> Baba Booey. <laughs> I'm doing great. Uh, we were we were gone for a week. Oh, it was a, a delicious, delicious week off. And of course, the news cycle didn't stop. It was uh, all a rage with the latest insanity uh, in politics and everything else. We had Coney Barrett. We had uh, Trump and Biden insanity. Uh, and we're going to talk about all this fun stuff today in politics. And I think we're going to end with, um, I, may, or, <laughs> I think we're going to end with um, some of the local voting that both of us have done. Because we both voted already. Oh, we should I, definitely talk about local voting. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely will. So um, I'm Oregon, where I live, is a mail-in state. So I got my bail, ballot. My ba- I got my ballot uh, the other day. Uh, or I guess it was like last week. A bailout? You got a bailout. Got my bailout last week. It's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Very sweet bailout. Um, And I sent that bailout, sent that ballot back in uh, day before yesterday or so. So I was pretty stoked about that. And we're going to talk about some of those measures. And you, did you drop your ballot off or did you mail it or did you put it in a shredder? What did you do with yours? Uh, Well, uh, funny story. I actually received a few ballots because oh, oh God. the apartment California. complex I live in, uh, quite a few people have lived at my address. So I got a few ballots that, uh, you know, I will uh, be picking and choosing how I respond to those. No, I'm just kidding. I uh, I did respond to uh, Seven. The, one, the legitimate one that I received oh, okay. and I, I dropped it off at a at a polling place. Right, for sure. And for those, and, and that this actually brings up a good question. I think... What do, you, what do you do like for the for the folks that you know you get ballots for people that used to live there or whatever don't you just like write forward on them and or something and like forward them on to the person's new address you just treat it like any other mail you just write forward on it right or like some bullshit I, yeah um i i haven't written forward before but what i typically do is wrong address and sometimes that works but other times i write wrong address and then i see it again in my <laughs> in my mailbox so yeah i, I don't remember uh, i think it just is. depends on how sassy the uh, usps person wants to be oh, god i love a sassy usps mail don't we all oh like, you could get your mail today or or not. Or, or what <laughs> or maybe you'll get your mail tomorrow yeah or maybe I, yeah. text your number to this uh, address <laughs> Yeah, Text your number out. to this, and I'll drop it by later. For sure, absolutely, you got it. The secret life of a USPS worker must be madam, nice, madam, sir, madam, madam, sir. Okay, so we were gone for a week. Um, we both had a great time. We got to hang out. It was so nice to see my my buddy, my pale buddy in person. We uh, we did some cocaine together. That was good. I feel invigorated. Ample. How do you feel? Ample. Still, still really invigorated. I don't yep. think it was cocaine, but. Uh, you know, what we can't it? get we can't get too much into it, but I think it was uh, part of Advil? a new experimental drug uh, trial. And oh, I right. have never does that mean better. I'm immune to the coronavirus? Probably. I mean, oh, I God. I 
regularly just breathe and suck in air from mm-hmm. other people on the street and I that's good i'm fine yeah you've actually um you you i thought you you died so i'm glad you're okay yeah that's good um so we've got that that was a terrible joke well cloning has come a long way i will say that yeah that's true thank you for helping me well you should have just let me die on that one (laughs) trump so we're going to talk about so we got trump always bring oh yeah we've got a lot of stuff we should just dive i think headlong Mm -hmm, into mm -hmm. last night's debate um i just want to start out by saying one thing about the debate and then i want to hear your thoughts and then um i'll say some insane bullshit um (laughs) or just my thoughts which uh, same same the one thing i want to start out by saying is i was pleasantly surprised by the debate i thought is it going to be better are are they going to be you know because because the first debate was such a debacle they decided that because Trump is just so unhinged, they decided that, um, you know, what we're going to do is we're going to allow them to mute. And you remember the second debate, um, Trump refused to do a virtual. The whole thing was just ridiculous, right? So when they came up for the, you know, when they decided, okay, we're going to do this. And the elections committee was like, we're going to allow the moderator to mute the mic and all this sort of stuff. I thought, Oh my God, this is going to be insane. You're going to have Trump screaming, you know, his lungs out because they muted him and it's going to be totally bananas. But I was pleasantly surprised. I was, dare I say it flabbergasted (laughs) that he actually acted is the word presidential. He acted like a human being. For most of it, he, no, 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 no. For most of it, for most of it, he most like, of it, yes. gradually he gradually though he started out perfect, right? He even complimented Joe at the like. I think he said something like, "No, I know this isn't you, Joe," or like that was a terrible Trump impersonation. But he said something. He said like, uh, he he's basically was like not attacking him when he could have, and he was like being nice to the moderator. He gradually turned into the douchebag we all know him to mm-hmm. be regardless of whether or not you agree with his policies, we can all agree that he's just, uh, as Hillary Clinton would have put it, he's a, he's a deplorable that belongs in her basket. <laughs> he's an, so, I mean, yeah, he's a, he's an entertainer, right? He's, like, a, he's an entertainer. It's, that's why he has been as successful. If you want to call it that as he's been. Is oh my that, God. It just, just wait, wait a second. Wait a second. This just, this just occurred to me. You said he's an entertainer. Will he have his own insane podcast when he loses because we all know he's going to lose will he have one i hope so because i mean i do want to keep up to tabs on 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 uh, his after presidential life like i i'm actually more curious how he's going to fold himself back into society after a loss like that's that's actually the more interesting piece to me is like what's going to happen i'm sure he'll do very well Oh my! Because God. he's continued to use the presidency to his advantage with his mm-hmm. family ties and Beigenesses. all his corporate, his corporate yeah. entities and yada yada. But yeah, I I agree. No, I I absolutely agree. I think the debate was uh, something that we were all, regardless of the the side that you support. I think we were all building this up in our mind as uh, <laughs> just like another shit show because oh, the man. first one was outrageous. I mean, was it was terrible. just talking over each other. It was just children just interrupting themselves and ridiculous. And so I think, you know, and, and uh, Monty, you can probably talk a little bit more about the stats later, but please call me Montague I, for short. 
Uh, right, right. Uh, Mont Montague. Mm -hmm. Q? Thank you. Uh, yes. Q. 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 Yes. Q. You know, you know how bad I am with pronunciations. So you know how bad you are with with things in general. Yeah. Right. Oh, well, just life. I. It's uh, questionable if I can make it. Um. But it was funny to see. Uh. Well, it was funny to hear about the mute button because everyone was talking about the mute button. It's like, ooh, a mute button. This yeah. is interesting. I'm actually more interested just to see how it's implemented to watch it. Totally. So, well, so in yeah. my mind, I really only watched it to see how this worked. But overall, I was impressed. It was a much more um, structured debate. There was mm. a, there was a decent amount of dialogue that made sense, and <laughs> <laughs> surprisingly, and I, I, you know, I think those of us that watched it were surprised with how well it went. Yeah, I overall. was. Yeah, I would. Abs absolutely, I was. You know, in, in terms of strategy, though, I, I feel like, you know, Trump offered a few more explanations. I think he had he landed a few more jabs. I, and, and by the way, I was when I watch these debates, I'm not watching them to see how well Biden. I mean, I am watching them to see how, how well they both do. But I always know that Biden is going to do moderately well, which is all he needs to do, because Trump, his whole his whole uh, strategy is. You know, you're the, I mean, he's the incumbent. So, but he's still using the same strategy. You're the elite, you know, I'm the upstart. You're all political and all this sort of stuff. Like that's his same shtick that he mm -hmm. used before that he's using again. Mm -hmm. I will say though, it, what really worked for him, um, and I was surprised by it, um, a surprise that he actually used it and used it effectively and it was really the only jab that i that i felt and, and i know you have a different opinion of this that he that he really used well which was you were here for eight years joe you were just here a little you know a little over four years ago and you were there for eight years and you did nothing all this stuff you're talking about you did nothing like um and we'll we'll play the clip here Kristen, he had eight years to do what he said he was going to do and i've changed without having a specific we got rid of catch and release. We got rid of a lot of horrible things that they put in and that they lived with. But he had eight years he was vice president. He did nothing except build cages to keep children in. And I felt like that was so incredibly, um, it was pointed. I think it was a great uh, attack. And, and and honestly, and I, we're going to mention a few things, a few other strengths of his platform, but he doesn't do himself any favors. I almost feel like, you know, there's this sort of like silly conspiracy theory, and I'm not sure, maybe it's not silly. We've talked about conspiracy theories, and I, I love them for for many reasons. Um, but we, we've talked about this one, or I've heard this one where, you know, people say, oh, he doesn't really want to get reelected. You know, he he actually would be very, very happy to lose. He hates being president. And I thought, okay, I could kind of I, see I this. could agree with that too. I, I, I think, I think, I don't want to interrupt you too much. I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. but I think that um, he didn't know what he was getting himself into. And now no, that he's yeah. fully realized the weight of the position, he's like, well, I would have approached this differently before. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. No, well, and so that that's honestly, that is, that's just it. And I, I, th I personally think he's got, he's got a lot of wins, like Republican. I mean, things that I don't think are wins, but things that people, mm -hmm. 
things that his base or the Republican Party would definitely count as wins. I, yes. I consider myself an independent. I know you do as well. So I don't want to say that we're not Democratic voters or anything like that. I voted Democratic this election. I absolutely voted for Biden. But it's and yes, he is an atypical politician. And we can talk later. about yes, how I think. But at the end of the day, the I think I think what you and I look for Montague is uh, Montague. Hugh, I gotta get that in there. Um, is uh, common sense, consistency, and normalcy, <laughs> which I is uh, the complete it. opposite of what the current uh, party is providing. It's pronounced normalcy. We mm. all know that from Bush. It's pronounced normal. Oh, normalcy and Norm- uh, normalcy. Oh, my God, so be with you. Ones. He does. Okay, so I agree with you. Fool me I, once. Fool me once. Shame on Shame you. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Can't be, twice. Can't be fooled can't, again. Can't, can't be fooled again. Can't be fooled again. We'll play the clip. <laughs> God, he's a genius. There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once. Shame on Shame on you. It fooled me. We can't get fooled again. So, but you know what? I, uh, it's funny. Uh, I don't, I hate plugging other podcasts, but I will, I'm going to do it just for this reason. I'm not. We have one listener, Montague. Uh, that's true. It doesn't matter. And you're going to plug them on another podcast. I'm a piece of shit. So there's another podcast I was listening to. It's the Daily by New York Times. And Peter Baker was on there talking with Michael Barbaro. And they were talking about all of the things that he promised and actually kept his promises on. And there's quite a number of them, right? There's there's uh, regulations. He has deregulated the shit out of the government. He has you know, taken regulations off of fracking um, on federal land, off of, um, you know, was pumping oil near our coast. It's just a whole bunch of bullshit, right? A, a bunch of environmental regulations he's gotten rid of. Um, you know, the, the um, regulations on emissions for cars, which by the way, nobody's really obeying and it's actually been more of a detriment to car to uh, vehicle manufacturers because they were already used to Obama's yes. uh, original regulation. That's its own thing. It actually and, made it worse because it they were worse. like, we were running a system that was on what Trump just approved but yeah. we changed it because of what Obama approved and it actually was just a cluster and it still is like, it's a problem now. Well, well, it, it well, it's, it's, it, it's, it's a problem because, well, no, no, no. Um, oh, I see what you're saying. Yes, yes, exactly. They, they had everything going according to the original regulations, which right. they thought even a Republican president wouldn't get rid of. Right. And honestly, I, to, to be perfectly honest, if John Kasich, you know, one of the original um, Republican um, or or if Hillary Clinton was in there, either Republican or Democrat, I don't think they would have gotten rid of that regulation because they knew that it was fine. It wasn't causing any problems. Vehicle manufacturers already sort of became used to, had set up new processes, new equipment, had, mm-hmm. had gotten used to this new way of manufacturing vehicles that would not. Um, it had already started. So it's it like you're started. not really so just, solving just, a problem by no. rolling it back at this point. No, you know? it just all 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 they really did was right. throw a wrench in the vehicle manufacturer. So, yeah. But but whatever. Regulations is a big win for him. He rolled back a bunch of regulations, Obama mm-hmm. era regulations and EPA and, regulations, which are actually a problem. That's not great that that happened. And and he took us out of the Paris Accord, which was Yep. That was genius, asshole. God, there, I, mean, I mean, there are pieces of that accord where I do agree with the Republican stance in that it was just unrealistic for America. For a smaller country like France or, I don't know, 
you know, well, Kingdom, <laughs> like any anything over there, like they, they just have like a much smaller population and a much smaller manufacturing base. So changing regulations is still terrible and it, it's a lot of work, but it's such a small scale compared to changing regulations across all of the United States that I get it in a way where it's like, look, this was a little too aggressive of a timeline, but if you look at the data and we talked about this in previous podcasts where it's like, if you look at this climate change data sooner is always better. <laughs> like getting yeah, ahead of this is, is always a smarter decision. I understand where he's doing where it's like, let's get some American manufacturing money, like back in American pockets. But due to Obama joining the Paris Accord years before Trump became president, uh, you know, there's just no way you're going to like be able to revert that anymore. It's like you might well, as well just continue plowing forward with the good green changes that are happening and then, yeah. you know, make changes where you need to. But well, well, let's not. Yeah. I mean, that's like that's its own. I agree. So like, yeah, but, but here's the thing. In general, his base loves the deregulation. The libertarians love the deregulation. So you've yes, got Republicans, libertarians, libertarians and even some independents that are like, yes, deregulate, you know, get rid of these regulations. Yes. Okay, So that's a winning issue. He doesn't talk about it. Um, taxes. That's a winning issue. He doesn't talk about it. Trade. That's a winning issue. Now, interestingly enough, I will say this. He's become, you know, Republicans historically have been very global, all about globalization, free trade. Whereas previously, it was Democrats who were very much like nationalistic in that they were worried about the working, the everyday working man and woman uh, uh, labor unions and making sure that they were getting taken care of first before the before the rest of the world, which I think is fine. We have to take care. You have to, it's like take care of yourself before you can take care of someone else, right? It's the same idea, and I think that that to a certain degree you have mm -hmm. to do that. You have to embrace globalism at the same time. I mm -hmm. think the Democrats have come around to this, and I think the Republicans have gone the opposite way. So trade, in 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 any case, though, that's a winning issue for Republicans now. Yes. It clearly, is where the where the parties moved. I don't know why I didn't talk about that. And then lastly, I think the winningest issue that he has, um, that the Republicans have, that he doesn't talk about enough, doesn't beat the drum enough on this, is the judiciary. Oh my God, he has filled so many. Now I know he said, you left me so many judges. You and, and everybody knows like, listen, Mitch McConnell blocked all, and prolonged those the appointment of judges because he is the nastiest sack of garbage in the world. And, and um, you know, I, I hope, I, I, I should pray every day that Mitch McConnell um, gets eaten by a hippo but i seriously I hope he dies of the worst most painful possible <laughs> disease that fucking <laughs> turtle human piece of shit needs to just suffer so in terrible. a way that is unknown to humanity yeah he <laughs> needs he needs a new form of torture really take him does. to guantanamo fucking fuck this guy up like he's I, the I love, worst okay, you human did being just say guantanamo by the way did i say guantan guantanamo guant guantanamo 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 it sounds like a resort but it's not guantanamo guantanamo yeah i please I, take me to guantanamo bar and fuck I'd, me up real proper <laughs> i don't i don't wish colon cancer on anyone except for mitch mcconnell that Ugh, person that's not like... enough it's not enough <laughs> dick cancer and colon cancer he needs it from both ends son of a bitch he's a sack of shit he's so a sack of shit <clears throat> and then i also think um an easy thing to hit on now that he has not hit on 
neither the Republicans, is the relief bill. They touched on it a little bit in the debate. I would have said the Democrats are playing politics. I want to give more money to the American people and do it right now. The Democrats mm-hmm. are not allowing me to do it. Because to be honest, to a certain extent, the Democrats are purposely doing this. They are yes. being purposely difficult. They're doing it on purpose. They're trying to win the election, because so they're withholding they, help. That's which is right. So because old there are school pieces up. of shit. Yes. And this is this is why I hate politicians. They are the worst human beings in the whole fucking world. They just care about winning. They don't give a shit about people. That's right. And it's all about power for these assholes. And so, man, we are cursing a lot. And, and speaking, so I apologize speaking, if you have your children in the car, the one person that listens to our podcast. We'll add a disclaimer at the front of this. But yeah, well, we well, all we, we have, have explicit. <clears throat> everything's explicit. But, I, you know, like speaking to this exact point, Trump had a fantastic sentence or statement that he made during the debate in the fact that they were talking about uh coronavirus prevention and like how they could have done better and he's like he said something along the lines of you've got nancy pelosi dancing in the streets of chinatown and san francisco and that was like that is so well placed of a comment like it was a really good burn and i i can't deny him for that like that was good that was a really good argument it was a sick burn and because, it was accurate because, because over time, the last four years, doing, like you've actually, seen but... Trump, the businessman become Trump, the politician, and he's learning the little things that can be said to really like leave a mark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, but this, this brings me to, um, to, I think, you know, we can, we can bloviate forever on the, on the, on the topics. I'll blow of, whoever uh, I want. Thank you very oh, no, much. No, no, blow, blow, bloviate, blow. Oh, bloviate. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I don't, no, but I encourage you to mean? blow whoever you want. Um, we could, we could <laughs> <laughs> prognosticate as prognosticators. We could pundit as pundits. We could, <laughs> you can't. Let's get pragmatic that. about all Let's this get pontificated. Uh, pontification. Uh, exactly. Exactly. We're just pontificating all over each other right now in the grossest way. Mm. But, but, the, the, <laughs> but, the, but the one thing that I will say is regardless of all of this bullshit we're talking about, let's get to the numbers. Monty, do you, or no, I'm Monty. I can't speak too good right now. <laughs> Darian, <laughs> Darian, dad, dad, dad. No, I actually am curious about the numbers because I, I really hope that the American. Oh no, let people... me tell you, let me tell you. Okay, go ma- on. I'm go asking on, you how many people watched it? How many people do you think watched it? Well, no, no, no. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to explain is that I, I really, no, hope no. We... Give me a guess. <sighs> um, well, well can, can you give me the. The last one was what, like seventy-five million viewers for the no, first debate. Last one with was, I believe, it was 73, 73 I would 75. hope more. So let's say ninety-five million watched it because because here's why: isn't everyone in America curious about how the mute button would have worked? I was. God, you're sad. You're a sad person. You're the know. only one that cares about this shit because you have a podcast. You idiot. True true um no you know the answer to this less people less people so less than 75 now make a guess less, less. Than 75. i know that's depressing because you care that's why you're <sighs> a terrible pathetic human being because you care about this country now tell uh, me yes jesus i would hope not much less but mm, let's go 69 because that's a funny number yeah. <laughs> 69 million that is just a terrible guess it's literally is it lower guess. It's it's definitely lower, but I mean, uh, you're fired. You're 67 fired. million? Call, 
I'm going to call my mom after this and ask her if she wants to host a podcast with me. She's a delight. She's um, she is she, a delight. She is. A del- She's an American icon. And I don't think it? anyone can refute that. Mm. Uh, the answer is 63 million Americans. And I bet you they were all bedwetting Democrats. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They're I bet it was bed- all Democrats watching all this. Bedwetting Democrats. And, and I look, I look <sighs> I'm not a Democrat, but I will tell you. Um, I've never registered as one because I'm an uh, I'm American patriot and I don't do that. But um, I will say, I will say, I am not surprised in the least because everybody made up their minds months ago. Yes. People made up their minds before the last debate. You're they right. They You're didn't right. care. You know, it's like, I, I will tell you this in terms of the Democrats, right? And the Democratic Party. I feel like if it was not Joe Biden, people might not have made up their minds, right? There's a chance that if it was Elizabeth Warren, who I love, I think she's great, or if it was um, Pocahontas, <laughs> yes, or Andrew Yang or something like that, yeah. I think there is a chance that people would have thought a little bit more about it. They would have been right? curious. They would have Very been curious. They would have been yeah. curious. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> see what I did there? Uh, ah, words are full fun, circle. Giggity. So, but, but, but in this case, I think people were like, nah, Biden, easy, simple. Everybody knows yeah. Joe. And it's a uh, vanilla or chocolate. Like, do you want vanilla ice cream or chocolate? It's like the most boring <laughs> fucking flavors uh, possible. I, dis- I like, disagree with you. I think it's you know? like either do you want classic vanilla or French vanilla? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah <laughs> that's, that's what, true. Yeah. That's what it is. Do you want classic? Well, I wasn't going vanilla? on. Yeah, that was I guess... classic vanilla. Trump is French vanilla. Sorry, France. I didn't <laughs> mean it in a bad way. I mean, I'm just saying like. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's like uh, it's it's just. God, that's such a shitty choice. You know, like that's what we're all really, I think, reeling with is just that it's just fuck. This is okay. this is what we have. This is what we so, have to choose between. Great. So what are your thoughts, though? Like, why do you think he doesn't talk about any of those winning issues? Regulation, taxes, trade, yeah. the judiciary. We even mentioned military spending. Like, why doesn't he talk about any of that? He Those are things he said he was going to do. And he mm-hmm. did. Those are promises he made and kept even, oh, even the wall, even he even, right. He didn't even mention that. He doesn't even mention it. He He did not mention that. Yeah. That's actually a really good point. I understand why he doesn't talk about these things. And and this is why people who are conspiracy theorists Mm -hmm. around Trump, not wanting to be president anymore. He fucking hates it. I'm Mm -hmm. like, maybe, maybe you could, you could, you could easily, not easily, but you could try to make this point that that's the case because he just doesn't bring up any of the things that he's promised kept kept his promises on. It blows my mind. I don't know. Yeah, that's actually really that's a very interesting point. Um, I, I will say, like for the most part, the debate was interesting. Like it was way better than I expected. I think all well, those of us that watched it, I think it was way better than expected. And uh, much more. Those of f- us who voted for Biden, but are like terrified that Trump will make some sort of surge at the end. I mean, seriously, that's yeah, who yeah, yeah. The like debate, honestly, for sure. I, yeah, I mean, I was so curious about how this mute button would work. It's like, when are they going to get muted? Like, who's deciding? And of course, like each side got to choose when that happened, and it was so seamless, at least in my mind, that it it made it function like a proper debate. So oh, we should talk about how amazing Kristen Walker is. She did, in my opinion, out of all of the debates, 
and I can't remember Susan who did the vice presidential well, debate. What was her name? Susan. She's great. Susan I like, Page from the Susan USA Page. Today. She's fabulous. I think she's an incredible reporter and mm-hmm. I think she did a good job. And I think, you know, it wasn't that hard to, it wasn't as difficult to deal with because the candidates are <laughs> respectful as well. She did a great job. Yes, she did. It, it Well, you know, let's just call it the obvious. First non-white moderator. There we go. Like that alone. Is, oh, that's uh, true. I didn't yeah. even think about that, actually. Mm-hmm. So um, do you think that plays into it? I, I mean, do, am I just being I ignorant do. here? No, no, I do. I, I think, look, everything is planned, right? Like everything is kind of pre-planned to affect the masses in a certain way. So those of us, you know, those people that are paying attention see things like that it's like oh that's an interesting choice and and a good and it's like a good thing to notice like that's actually a really good thing to bring about it's like why would we have a another white moderator for the presidential debate between two two white dudes and it's like we need you know we're always talking about diversity everywhere but are we really trying to make diversity happen i think i think this was a good good compromise and she oh, did, like oh. you mentioned, phenomenal. She did an amazing job of being super assertive, trying to shut things down when it needed to be shut down. And then when she couldn't shut things down, that's when the, I can't remember what they were called, but like the, uh, God, it was like a campaign or something. Like there were these like moderators that would that had control of the mute button that could mute oh, each yeah, candidate. Oh yeah, they would mute. That like only the, happened like twice from what I remember. Yeah, and like on, I mean, yeah, and if it was happening more than that, then they did a phenomenal job of like making it really seamless. But overall, I I think it was a much more functional debate. There were actually good arguments made, and yeah. it, it made it much more enjoyable overall as like a spectacle because that's what it is, and it's like, it's something you mentioned already where most Americans that are serious about voting have already voted. And, and this debate was a nothing debate because they've already voted. Like there's no going back unless you've received multiple ballots and you're just holding out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I, but, no, I agree. I agree. I agree. Well, but, you know, um, we should, we should, we should yeah. move on. We should move on though. Because right. We need to talk about a few other things before we're done. So number one, uh, I want to know, I'm going to, I want, I want to know, we're actually going to ask this last at the very end. This is a really, this is great. I I don't want to ask you now. I'm going to ask you later. Don't ask it. I'm going to ask you later. Um, Well, uh, well, okay. So, so to segue off of you asking this question, I do appreciate the fact that there were several dementia uh, zingers that were thrown out by both sides, by both Trump and Biden. Oh God! Where Trump was talking really? about Bernie Sanders's policies and how Bernie is like, do you really want a Bernie in the oh, office? Oh yeah, that's right. And Biden it's was like, like you I'm realize like, I'm not Bernie Sanders, and you're yeah. He campaigning. said you're running against the. He's like, this guy doesn't even know who's running. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's I'm like, like, he doesn't even know he's running against. He's running against Joe Biden, not Bernie Sanders, and and had a pretty solid explanation. Let's actually, of, let's play. The, let we should play play the audio. Yes. So we'll play this audio. You know, Bernie Sanders tried it. In his state. He tried it in his state. His governor was a very liberal governor. They want to make it work. Okay. It, let's hear it was let's let Vice President Biden to work. respond. It doesn't Vice work. President he's Biden a very confused guy. He thinks he's running against somebody else. He's running against Joe Biden. I beat all those other people because I disagreed with them. Joe Biden he's running against. 
And so that was hilarious. Like that was, that was a amazing. really good zinger. I like, think it was a said. great point too. I mean, he, he's, he's, he's really immediately cutting to it. Like this guy, mm-hmm. is he even paying attention? How in touch is he? He's, he's saying that exactly. I'm, I'm sleepy Joe. He doesn't even know who he's running against. So yes, mm-hmm. I thought that was mm-hmm. amazing. Anyway, anyway, listen, listen, listen. We should talk about how ridiculous the Democrats are being with the relief bill. Pouring mm. a blow. The relief bill. You remember that thing that's supposed to relieve Americans of their worries because we know the economy's not back together. It won't be for a while because we're, you know, our heads aren't stuck up our asses and we need to give Americans money so that, you know, they can get by and like not die on the street. Well, um, you know, we've got the Democrats who are just unwilling to go to the table with Mnuchin, good old Stevie Mnuchin. And uh, who's look? He's a douchebag and a piece of garbage. But, but Mucci the Bucci, Mucci the Bucci. They're not willing to come to the table. It doesn't seem like it, and 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 get this thing done. The moderate Democrats pushed and pushed and pushed, and so that's why they did like a 2.0 version of the current Heroes Bill. I think it's called like Heroes 2.0, and they can't even get two trillion dollars passed. That is what the president wants. That's what these moderate Democrats want. They will just not do it. And it's all political, it's all politicking bullshit. The yeah. Democrats don't want to do it because they are hoping that Trumpy Stiltskins loses and they want to pass it, you know, after he's out of office. The, the other thing too is like, if you're looking at this strategically, we're not going to get this relief bill passed. Like if the Democrats win, do you think Trump is going to throw you a, a you know, a, a, a bone and say, yeah, let's do this. I lost. I'd be more than happy to help you out. No, he's going to, he's going to give you the finger. Yeah. He's not going to help you. It's going to make everything so that's, much worse. That's the real question is, is, is like you said earlier, it, most people have already that are serious about voting have already voted. These debates or this, this most recent debate, was to try and pull in some stragglers, right? Like some people that are on the fence. But I will say, this feels, at least in our lifetime, it feels like the most divisive time in America. So I don't think there's any stragglers at this point. You've either no. decided Republican or Democrat at this point, and you've you've already, if you're really serious, you've already dropped your vote off. So this debate last night was almost like a, Hail Mary for both parties. Yeah, like, for sure. But I mean, let's see. with, with yeah. respect to the relief bill, though, like what are your. Oh, well, and that is, is like a total classic politician holdout where it's like, look, we'll help you, but only if you do something for us. And that is where I do agree with some of like Trump's comments about classic politician motives not being anything about American people. It's more so about like, hey, I want a job for the next four years. Yeah. So if you give me that job, I'll help you. But Uh, if you don't give me this job, good luck kind of deal. Yeah. Well, this is why I want to get, you know, anyway. And that's actually, that that brings up a good point because there was a portion of, I mean, if if this, you know, again, this debate felt much more like punch and jab and, and things like that. Like it was just more silence in between for candidates to compose themselves and come up with like a solid, uh, you know, retort. And there were, there were a few good ones of those and uh, on both sides where, you know, there was, let's, let's take like Trump's experience as, as like one of the things that you mentioned where Biden was like, look, you've had four years 
to to make a change happen and you haven't done anything you've made all these promises and like you said there's actually been things that have happened that were credible and and decent things that were that were good that they happen but he didn't mention the trump didn't mention any of those and then uh so you have biden making that comment but then you have trump coming back with an equally as relevant comment where he's like well you've been in politics for 42 years what have you yeah. done except the crime bill and you know, like he really focused on that crime bill and another thing trump really did which i don't think fared well for him well, i don't know i'm just guessing but Joe or uh, sorry, Trump really attacked the Biden family and hit the first part of the debate. Like he was yes. going after that weird after Biden, the, like yeah, he did. And, and yes, the there has been yeah, money the, given or like received by the Biden family or administration that hasn't really been explained fully. But how many times has that I think they the debunked a bunch of that. They, I think they debunked a bunch of this BS, though. I agree, too. From yes. Rudy Giuliani going over and trying to stir up and, and find bullshit. And it was mm-hmm. it turned out to be bullshit. And it's been a lot of it's been debunked. Mm-hmm. But no, and, I agree. But I mean, but I but I but I think Biden did a really good job there uh, as as in, you know, maybe I'm not remembering this 100 percent, but I don't feel that Biden ever took a, a like a very significant posture on attacking the trump family and their weird conspiracies or money or like things that have happened like he took the high road which was a very smart he's always taking the high road it was a very smart decision it was the right decision yeah because he's he's focusing on just the american people or at least that's Mm -hmm. the that's the idea behind the campaign and i think that's smart and every single time trump attacks him he does refocus really really well on the american people no so let's 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 take let's get get off the debate for a second i think that that was some we we talked about it ad nauseum and i think um we covered some really important ground and i'm glad we did let's talk about scotus real quick the supreme court of the united states um coney barrett she is going to get a vote. If I'm if I'm reading this uh, uh, correctly, what um, according to the New York Times, no Washington Post. Ooh, forgive me. Um, according to the Washington Post, she is going to get a I think a uh, what is it a uh, procedural vote Sunday to advance the nomination of the conser- conservative jurist with a final vote Monday. And, you know, it's really, really unfortunate because, you know, because they're so, because she's so religious and she's got that background, people that would normally get stand against the president or might stand against the president, like Romney, he's going to let this go through. I mean, I think they're talking about, you know, possibly Susan Collins or Murkowski may vote against it. You'd have Mm. to get four senators to say no, because remember the tying vote would be cast by Mike Pence, the vice president. That's how it works. So mm-hmm. if you got three people to say no, if you got Murkowski and Collins, and if you got, um, uh, you know, Romney or somebody, in the, just those three, you'd still get it across the floor with Mike Pence, unfortunately. So, you know, what I'm 150% sure that Coney Barrett's going to, to, to get um, to the Supreme Court. Um, I'm not that happy with it, um, but you know, it is what it is. Um, Darren, what are your thoughts on um, uh, packing the court? I know this is a huge topic. Do you think 
that if let's just say, for instance, it's going to play devil's advocate, Biden wins, um, the Democrats win the Senate and they have the house still, and they've got a year, two years where they've got full control. Let's just say, um, like circa 2008, really, um, in your opinion, if they push through some legislation, legislation and, um, um, it gets challenged in court, which I'm sure it will in the real, in real life, I'm sure they'll push their legislation and it'll get challenged. It'll go to the Supreme court. If it starts to get overturned by the Supreme court of the United States, do you think the Democrats will start to pack the court? You know, I've always assumed they would like, honestly, because I think with politics, you're always planning several. It's like chess. You're planning several moves ahead, or at least trying. It took to you a while to get there, didn't it? <laughs> well, I had a. I was trying to think of a different term for this. You had I, a rat in your mouth, but I. But I couldn't. Um, no, I, I. It's it's a game of chess. So you're always trying to get ahead of your opponent, right? So what ways can you use the weird loopholes and? the U S law system to your advantage, really? Like how can you use this to your advantage? So I've never doubted the fact that the Democrats are more than willing to play dirty and do something like that, which I don't know if that's playing dirty or if it's actually playing practically in the sense that why do we only have nine justices? That seems low. Like I, I would rather have, <laughs> I'd rather have more opinions about something than less, you know, I, I like, and, and again, of course, the esteem of that position is the fact that it took a lot of work, a long history of, of your life to, yep. to really prove that you're worthy of that position. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That is well, important. But that's... nine justices seems low. Seems so low. you you think they should pack the court. My personal opinion is that it should be a last resort and only if um, it starts to happen. And they were, t- you know, I actually Nina Totenberg from NPR did, you know, was on um, Fresh Air and she was talking about how um, uh, FDR was trying to push through a bunch of New Deal legislation and the court kept turning mm-hmm. it down in the 30s. And that's when he was like, Basically, in so many words, these sons of bitches, I am absolutely going to pack the court. And then yep. one of the conservative justices flipped. And then 5-4, the liberals kept taking the votes to pass all this New Deal legislation. And that's when he was like, okay. And that's when the packing the court thing died, the last yes. time it died. And I thought, you know, there is a possibility if that something like that happens, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe they don't pack the court. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe that's when it does not happen. Yeah. It's a pop- uh yes, I agree that the packing the court threat worked in FDR's case and and but at the same time I also have always wondered why isn't it always been a requirement that the balance be equal on the politi- like the political view, right? So because that does open the opportunity for a judge to vote the other way from time to time. Well, well, it's, there the, are, the court's not supposed and, to be political, though. It's not supposed to be. I mean, that's true. It's, but it's, but, it's, but the, a, the dirty secret is that they, that, that they are technically like. Yes. They, um, but but uh, but the, if we have a six, yeah. three, then how can that not be considered a political like advance you know like if you have more right-leaning people than left 
mm, not a, like that's not how is the fairness going to balance out at that point? Like six yeah. to three shit. That's really hard to to work with. And 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 as much as we want to say that judges are very good at removing themselves from bias, please. Let's no. look at Coney Barrett. She has written several articles about how the right thing to do would be to revoke the Roe versus Wade old policies. Wade, and yeah. how is that it's not how precedent. is that beneficial to any woman? She wouldn't in, she in wouldn't agree times. that it was super precedent, which I right. Odd. It, you and know. again, like this is where the states can save you, but if you if you are someone Listen, when you're when you're in a point to get an abortion, you're never typically in a good spot financially in life. Like there's just a lot of shit going on. Right. And the baby is really a last thing you need. And denying someone the chance to get out of this like financial burden. Sorry, but that's what it is. Like denying someone that ruins their life. They're yeah, stuck. It's can. it's basically like putting handcuffs on a woman and saying, sorry, bum deal. You're going to deal with this. And this is your life now. Yep. But what do the conservative women do that are pro-choice? Or I'm sorry. <laughs> whoa. Pro-life. What do they do? They say, well, if you kill your child, you're killing the next Einstein or you're killing the next. Totally. You know, but but what? But. You know, like they love to claim these things like you're killing the next genius. But most geniuses were Democrats or more liberal, you know, <laughs> like most of the geniuses were people that changed minds, not conform to the sheep mentality that a lot of Republicans do. Well, it, and even and I would even just say, you know, regardless, um, the fact that so frustrating it's, it's 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 not any other woman's choice just because you're a republican woman doesn't give you the power to decide what another woman is allowed to do with her uterus oh uh, I, I think it, i think like, it that's just, such absolutely. ridiculous it all like, comes back to yeah it should be it should come down to that person's choice and that's the way it should be absolutely and the only the only way you'll ever make me change my mind and you're going to force someone to go through with a pregnancy c-section or otherwise is if you make that person's life magical and take care of them mm -hmm. for the rest of their life. But guess what? We're not going to do that because we're a shithole country. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, we shouldn't be having this moral high ground, even if no. we're not going to take care of the, you know, Hey, don't worry, take care. You have the baby. Right. Um, and, and, and we're going to put you through college, pay for everything and deal with everything. Cause mm -hmm. I know you're, you're poor and you know, you, your parents suck and blah, 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 blah. And we're just going to take care of it all. You Don't are worry absolutely about it. right. But you're we're never going right. to do anything remotely close to that. No. We suck. And so because of that, you know, we shouldn't take this moral high ground because it's a giant right. financial burden, but you're so right. You're so right about we're that. We're going to get it's hung just... up on this. Yeah, it's well, gonna, well, like be here one, for forever. We've we got to get out of here. Forgot, I'm hitting the eject button. Eject, right. eject, right. eject, right. eject, eject. I, before we go, because we've 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 been bloviating for so long now. I want to know your opinion. How long will it take for us to find out about the election results? How long will it take? How long will it take? April. Darren. April. 2025. Idiot. Seriously. I honestly, it depends because here's where I'm at. If, if, uh, if Trump wins the electoral vote, I do feel that Biden will concede 
the win. No, 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 no. You misunderstand. How long will it take for us to find out about the election results? Yes. Well, and I, yes, that's, that's where I'm at. We were just like, it depends. So if Trump wins, I think the. No, 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 no. Not to find out. No, what I mean is, what I mean is like how long we're all like, okay, let me put this in a different way. How long will it take for us to get all of the votes counted? Right. That's what I mean. Like election results, like all of the votes mm. counted because I'm, t- I'm thinking about the mail-in ballots. Yeah. Well, Dude, we have mail-in every year. We have has- mail-in every year. Not, of course, but not as do. many, not to not this as many. degree. That's <laughs> insane. We've got like something like, what is it? I have to look at this. Is it something like a third? They're not a third, but something like a fourth or a fifth of the electorate or more is going to be mail-in. It's insane. There's going yeah. to be like millions and millions of mail-in ballots. I don't know. I mean, there's definitely going to be the pl- preliminary results, which... Pfft, who, you know, no one ever really believes those. But I, I do think that, like, it's very highly dependent upon what those preliminary results are. So if if Trump is doing well in the preliminary results, he's going to allow the counting to continue, you know, in his favor, of course. He can't so maybe counting, maybe that would though. be what are you talking about. So maybe that would be like vote a, counting. The but only- I mean, like, maybe that would be well, it, like depending over, t- you know, like. That's what I mean is like, I don't know how they're, they're tackling this. So like, are they have are they hiring more people to do the, the like physical count of these mail-in votes? I don't know. Oh, no, it just, no, it's, it, I, well, regardless of who's, I, I, I hope they're able to find more people, but um, regardless of that, I think it's just going to take, even if they hire more it's people. It's going to take I, months. I, I, think I, I just I feel think like it's going to be into next year. Like oh for, no for either no. side. I don't I, I don't think it'll be in the next year. But I like that. I like that uh, as a uh, that's your your um what would you, God my brain is so fried. That's your uh, uh your guess is that we'll take into your like like we may not really know the official numbers until like April. Oh you know? no. Like God, because really? because April, because here's April? what I'm foreseeing. Jesus. I'm foreseeing. I'm foreseeing. November third is the election day. Do you think it's going to take until April of next year? The the the, the new president takes the office. What January tenth or something? I just don't. I don't see that happening. You I think really that don't. Trump is going to stay in office until April? I think he's going to figure out a way, regardless of the the thing. Like even if he's in the like if he is the here's the thing. If he is in the lead, like if he wins the preliminary count of the, all these votes on November 3rd, he will not question it. Okay, but but however, if Biden is in the lead and like wins this preliminary like count, oh, this is going into next year for sure. Like mm. it's going to be shut down, recounts are going to start happening. We're going to have like a Bush Gore situation again, and it's going to be a hot disaster mm. to where well, would we see the net like a second national election take place because the first one has been defaulted? <laughs> Would we see that? Um, I don't know. I don't know. It could be I, interesting. I don't think so. I but think I don't think so. I think. That, that's interesting. So I, this is what I think is going to happen. And I'm, 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 I feel pretty certain of this. This is, I think is what's going to happen. And, and I don't mean to be a dismissive prick, but you know, it's in my nature. Um, I think, I think what's going to happen is this. It's November 3rd is going to happen and preliminary is going to show a huge gain for Biden because preliminarily all, all of the Democrats are voting by mail because they're scared and all of the, 
all of the Republicans and a lot of those states that allow uh, vote by mail can count the ballots early. Florida is one of them. Um, I think that there is a very good chance that early results will show that Biden is in the lead. And I think as you will move throughout the night, you'll start to see Trump come up a little bit. I think he's still going to lose. I think Biden is going to win. I think he's going to get 56, 57, 58% and win all of the states. And I think he's going to win. I think he's going to lose Georgia, um, Biden. I think he might narrowly win Florida. I think he's going to win North Carolina. And I think he's going to win Ohio and Wisconsin. Those I definitely think he's going to win Ohio and I definitely think he's going to win Wisconsin. Mm. I'm not as sure about North Carolina and Florida. I think he's got a chance in those. And that's a big, big, big deal. And and, and I guess my point is this. I think it's going to take, I you know, question is election results. How long will it take? I think because of all the mail-in ballots, it's going to take two more weeks, three more weeks. I do not think it is mm. going to take, for, and that's for all of the votes to be counted. Okay. Yeah. I'm not talking about like all the votes were counted. It's been three weeks for all the votes to get counted. And then like it drags out because there's contested votes, Mm -hmm. right? The whole contested vote thing that could happen. And I could, I could see that taking going into the following year. If we run into a Bush v. Gore situation again, I don't think it's going to happen. I truly, truly, truly don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to be close. I don't think it's going to be close. I think Biden's going to win almost 60% of the vote. I do. I think he's going to win 56, 57%. If you look at all of the polls and every single one of them, every single one, it's been the same forever. Mm-hmm. Now, now he's got, he's had double digit leads. It's come down a little bit, nine points, 10 points, 12, yeah. eight. He's had a lead. I do not think he's got a record now. Yeah, I, I honestly think no like, way he's going to win. You know, Trump Trump performed well, I would say, in this last debate. But it's one of those where it's just like we've seen enough, dude. Like it's too little too late. Like, look at you trying to, like, hold it together. And, you know, looking at, uh, you know, our good friend uh, Nate Silver's uh, 538. Yeah. Yes. Um, Nate Silver. Biden is is killing it like he's crushing it he's 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 at least 17 points above trump in most areas so and and after even after the debate um you know people still aren't excited about these candidates and you shouldn't be because they're the worst like really like these are terrible candidates but for (laughs) for us to have a better future you really should be thinking more on the Biden ticket and, and looking at the statistics, that's what it looks like as well as so people are, are realizing, you know, the shake them up idea that they had with getting Trump, like an outside politician in office, they realize it's not working. So no, they're, totally they're agree. ready. They're ready to go back to someone that's willing to work for them. And I think this is a great place to, and this has been, Probably the worst podcast we've ever done by far. I think um, uh, it's mostly your fault because I don't like to accept responsibility for anything I do. So I'm going to blame you, Darian. Classic Trump. But I love that 538 plug. If you go and look at Nisa, one of my favorite little boxes that they've done there is the Choose Your Battleground. Yes. I love this because, you know, and you could say Trump's going to win Georgia. Trump's going to win Florida. And even then... 
if you put if you give Biden Pennsylvania, he's still favored. I mean, that just shows you yeah. how favored Biden is to win in the like every other mm-hmm. election. If you said, you know, Trump uh, or it could be, you know, Obama Bush or Obama didn't run against Bush. It could be Obama Romney or Obama McCain. It would be like, you know, McCain's going to win Florida. You'd be like, oh, my God, you know, he's got a real chance. He's going to win Georgia and Pennsylvania, you know, but that's just, Mm -hmm. you know, if you give if you give Biden any one of those states, he is likely to win or favored to win. You literally uh, you know, it's just, yeah, it's to- it's totally insane. So, yeah. Yeah. Crazy times. Crazy times. But we'll leave it at that. And we will pick this back up with uh, further politics fun, I'm sure, next week when we record our next one. All right, amigo.